How is it going, friends? Welcome to the She Factor podcast, a space for women in their 20s to navigate this crazy thing called life and feel less alone in the process. If you are new around here, I'm your host and 20-something hype woman, Tori Ganahl, and I am so happy you're here. For all my ladies who have been here since day one, you are my people, and I am forever grateful that you show up here week after freaking week. Well, maybe a little bit more sporadically as of lately to go on this journey to she with me as we learn how to live our best freaking lives. I've been back home in Colorado getting some good old fam time, except like really only with my siblings and my grandparents because I've seen my mom for all of five seconds, you guys. If you don't follow my mom at Heidi Ganahl, she recently been dipping her toes into the podcast world herself with her new show, Heidi's Colorful Colorado. And she's actually been traveling the state, so cool, interviewing Colorado natives about Colorado things. She literally has this big RV that she travels in. It looks like an old 70s RV. Maybe I'm getting that wrong, but she has that. And then she tows a trailer behind the RV that's literally wrapped in the Heidi's Colorful Colorado logo and branding. I'm like, where can I get my own podcast trailer? One, two, I'm recording in her studio right now, which is the old gym in their house. But still, I, I've had a podcast for two years and I don't have a freaking studio. And three, I'm basically teaching her everything she knows. And I think that I should probably inherit all these things when she's done with them. What do you guys think? traveling she factor podcast we can travel across the country and uh, interview all of you guys about your 20s wow that might be onto something we might have to do this i love when ideas like that come just the middle of podcast recording um send me a dm let me know what you think anyways i've also been here doing some other things which i'm going to talk a little bit more about today but i am excited for a little solo up with you all just me, you, and this magic mic, as I like to call it, that tends to be more therapeutic for me than probably any of you all. But as always, I hope that you can find little pieces of you in my journey. And if not, hopefully you can still laugh, cry, cringe, feel all the feels alongside me because there's going to be a lot of them today, ladies, a lot of feels. So let's just play a quick game of catch up here. For those of you who might have missed the last couple episodes, or maybe you just need a little recap because I've been a little inconsistent, which we'll get to. I feel like I've just been like complaining. I don't know if it's complaining, but like dropping all of my issues onto you guys in the last couple months. So I apologize. That's not the intention. The intention really is to just share, obviously, what's going on in my life. and. I do think it's important because you guys are our community and I do this for you. When I don't show up as my best, I want you guys to know why slash also, you know, I'm 25. I'm going through it too. I'm right there with you. I think it's important for us all to just be vulnerable and share our stories and to talk about what's hard. So it's been hard and I'm talking about it and we're going to get a little deeper into it today. As I said, I'm not just going to be like laying all my issues out onto the table for you all. Us talking about what I've been going through the last couple of months, just doing this little recap will actually bring today's episode full circle, I promise. To start, we are in the middle of a series, which is actually more of a test run for a new and improved She Factor moving forward, y'all. That's a little hint. I'm dropping it. 
called In My 20s, where we are sharing stories, advice, tips, confessions, and just raw moments from our community about what life is like as a 20-something. I thought, why not share my own tidbits of the season of life I'm in right now, especially as I'm coming up on my 26th birthday next month. You guys, it's feeling a little weird turning 26. I know I'm being dramatic, but I'm like closer to 30 than I am to 20 now. And that is kind of freaking me out a little bit. Today, I had this like major sudden realization. I was like, oh my God, she factor is only going to be relevant in my life for like another four years. Well, it's not. It's going to be more than that, obviously. It just kind of freaked me out a little bit. Anyways, that's my rant about turning 26. I want to rewind a little bit, start back in December of 2020. And in She Factor World, we were riding off the major high of our first huge virtual summit, which many of you may have attended or heard about, which was the She Cares Wellness Summit. And we had thousands of women join us for 40 plus workshops. I still can't believe we had that many. Centered all around self-care, mental health, wellness, well-being, especially in COVID times. And actually to rewind even more, the summit was sort of ironic in a sense that our team and also very much me needed it more than anyone we were putting it on for. If you want to hear more about this, I encourage you to go back and listen to Life is Tough, But So Are You. And I recorded that in the midst of this whole moment of my life where members of our team were facing their own battles, like family illness, death of loved ones, divorce. It just seemed like all of our demons were front and center because not only were they going through that, but I had just moved back home for a month because my mom had suddenly gotten news about a brain tumor and had to get surgery right away to remove it. In fact, I was actually back at the hospital. She got the surgery at today. Damn, you guys, it brought back a lot of emotions for me. Those moments of being so scared that I wasn't going to get my mom back, but also like so peaceful and grateful to be able to be with her in that moment, to be able to be with my family, to just experience that all together to get so much closer. It truly was one of the best and worst months of my life. And that month was also the start to a massive, massive change that happened within me. A massive change that you guys is still shifting and manifesting itself in my life right now, which is ironic because I just went to the hospital today, like I said, and it it all kind of comes full circle. While the summit went beautifully from the outside, of course, there was hiccups on the inside per usual. In no way, shape, or form did I take any of the advice from our 40 plus speakers that are experts in self-care and wellness. And I was sitting on the edge of burnout for the rest of the year. I felt like I was desperate to hit our goals and end 2020 on a strong note. We had planned our 21 Days of She campaign for December and then the launch of our new She membership for the first thing in January. And this was like the, I don't know, third time that we had launched the membership. So there was a lot of pressure for that to succeed and do well. And honestly, the cycle of like one thing after another was pretty much how most of 2020 had looked, actually both 2019 and 2020, if I'm being brutally honest. 
launched in May 2019, went on a 25 city book tour across the country the day after we had our launch party in Denver. We launched squads, which were basically like monthly chapter meetings across the country in four different cities. And boom, COVID hit. From there, we then held our celeb packed she grad party for over 12,000 of you. Right after that, like literally, I think within weeks, we launched the very first round of the membership. And then continue planning and launching new events and products and offers every month. I mean, if you guys have been around, you know that we literally did events every month and they each had two to three speakers, brand sponsors, giveaways, the boxes. And just a little side note here for all of you guys that did buy tickets to our She Leads Summit in April, I have the boxes. And if you got one, I still have them. I am just also in the middle of a little bit of a transition phase in a physical space. Don't worry. But this is like the cycle, you guys. Like it just kept going and would never stop. I'd get behind and then I could never, ever catch up. I mean, I have not sent out boxes that were from April and it is July, almost August. And that is pretty much the telling tale of how this year has gone. There has not been a single second to breathe. And looking back on all that time, like the last two years, I have a lot. Of reflections, obviously, but I think the biggest one is that although we were having so much fun in this business and growing it and getting creative with what we were offering you guys and the events and meeting all of you virtually and in person, like the journey was freaking awesome, but we weren't showing up as our best. I just can't help but wonder what it would have been like had we actually showed up at 100% back then rather than from this place of stress and exhaustion and burnout and scarcity, honestly, of making the business work and bringing in money. You know, is it going to work? Because it's not the original plan that we had before COVID, but constant pivot, constant pivot, always just planning or looking to the next thing. More on that later. And so in the middle of 21 Days of She, It was brand new. It was a campaign with daily emails and podcasts and giveaways that we had pulled together in like a matter of a week or two. Smack dab in the middle of this campaign, I got COVID. And despite massive fatigue, brutal insomnia, um, that was pretty much really the only symptoms I had back then. But it was still like I couldn't keep my eyes open for more than 20 minutes to an hour at a time, depending on the day. I kept going, like I literally kept pushing myself to release content and show up, even though I was definitely not at my best. I was actually probably at my worst, if I'm being honest. You're probably like, why the hell are you sharing all this again, Tori? We know this, we've been listening. We saw you go through all this front and center in the podcast, on social media. I don't know. I can't even remember how much of this I shared, to be honest with you guys. Like, let's fast forward through the last seven months, because honestly, they have been a complete blur anyways. If you've been listening to the past several episodes, you know that our team got smaller, the burnout got worse, and the time passed so fast, I could hardly keep up with the bare minimum of everything, of my life, the business, the community, the people I was managing, my friendships, my family, I mean, of my health too. And it really has taken me back to that corporate job that I worked before this you know, when, when something's not right in your life, whether it be your job, your relationship, environment, family relationships, your money, when something isn't right, 
you're not giving attention TLC to where it needs to go, but also focusing on you, giving yourself self-care. When you're not in that, that's when you start to deteriorate. And if you know my story, you know back when I worked my corporate job, I was the heaviest I'd been and not that weight matters, but I was not healthy, you guys. I was not mentally healthy. I was not physically healthy, blowing money left and right, racking up my credit card, barely talking to my family, barely seeing them. I was only communicating with my friends that were at my job and my relationship was just fine. It was just mediocre. I mean, it was just like barely getting by. And the second that I fixed the thing that was causing all of that to deteriorate, which was my job at the time, it snapped back in seconds. I lost 40 pounds, bought a house with Tony, started saving money, started talking to my friends outside of work, started having a better relationship with my family. I mean, like literally everything snapped into place. And right now, In this moment of time and in this moment specifically, I'm about to take you back to, that's where I was. I was deteriorating again. And it wasn't because of the job. It was because of my health, where I was at with the burnout. It was because of my environment, just not giving myself the space to heal and get better and be. And so that one thing caused the rest of my life to deteriorate a little bit. And I'm going to share a really vulnerable moment with you guys from back in March. This was right after a coaching call I'd had where all of these emotions from the past, you know, six to seven months just came rushing to me. I had this major reflection of how worn down I was, how exhausted I'd been, and how hard I'd been pushing myself. At the time, I knew that I was not ready to share this with you all. And I think it's super important to play it for you now. Um, I'm not sure how much of it will make sense. And a lot of it might be a little bit specific to my entrepreneurship journey, but I think that you can, again, as I said at the beginning, pull from this what you will relate it back to your life, find the meaning in it for you. It's pretty much as vulnerable as it gets, you guys. Here it is. Literally just got off the coaching call. I had a night to myself. I had had a super big breakthrough during this coaching call. I just knew I needed to still work through it and I wasn't sure why. And you all know that when I get in front of this mic, magic just starts flowing out of my mouth. So I decided to just put on the video camera, turn on the mic, not record it for you guys, not record it for She Factor, but record it for me. And I am so freaking glad I did because it was a really powerful moment to look back on today even. So, all right, press play. Here we go. I'll see you on the flip side. (sighs) All right. So I feel like I always tell you guys that I'll be vulnerable with my entrepreneurship journey and where I'm at. And I just had a really profound coaching call that I had some, some shit come up and had to really like look myself in the, in the eye and address just feeling. And I kind of wanted to share with you guys where I'm at right now. And like, why am I recording this? I don't even know if I'm going to post this. This is literally in the middle of the week. I just posted two podcasts yesterday, but I also want to look back and remember this moment. I want to document it because 
has everything to do with how I'm feeling right now and everything to do with where my headspace is at. And let's start there. So where is my headspace at? I kind of talk about this with you guys sometimes, not really, but I've been in this really bad habit. And honestly, recently I've been trying to figure out when it started because I've never been like this, but I've been in this really bad habit of like finding this creative flow, which is honestly bullshit in the middle of the night and pulling all nighters. And I mean, I used to pull nighters in, in college, like when I had to, but I feel like I've been so in my head lately, which this came up so in my head that it's like that quiet and that space is sacred to me. Like it's where I feel safe and I pull all nighters cause it feels safe. I don't know. That doesn't make sense coming out of my mouth, but I think during these times, especially of quarantine, it's like we're alone, but we're not alone. We're throwing ourselves into things for distractions and to like forget how to feel. And I think sleep to me means I have to feel, it means I have to dream. Like, I have the weirdest, most vivid dreams all the time. And like, I feel like that's when my subconscious really speaks to me. And like me not sleeping means that I don't have to feel, I don't have to address that. And so right now, not only am I doing that for myself, selfishly staying up all night and working, like throwing myself into work in the best ways. Like I'm in this really transformative place with my business where I'm like, okay, this is go time. Like I'm finally stepping into my power in it, but like, I can't let that distract me from who I am. And, um, yeah, I wrote this. I, I literally wrote this down the second I got off the call just came to me. This has been happening to me a lot lately. Like where it just like words just start flowing onto the paper. And I wrote down, sometimes you get so caught up in who you're becoming you forget who you are. I feel like I've been in this just constant transformation over the last, I mean, year, but like really true transformation, like working through my business with my coach for the last two months. And it's like, I am making so much freaking progress but I'm not making any progress. I'm making progress on the outside, but like I'm doing nothing for myself on the inside. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm not sleeping. There's also some other reasons why I'm not sleeping, like post COVID related, which is annoying, but I think I could figure that out. Like I could take melatonin and go to sleep, but I am choosing not to. And I legitimately have not slept a single second in right now, probably, I mean, 48 hours. (laughs) I've been up for two days. And it's crazy because I feel the most energized when I don't sleep and I don't know why that is. And so then I get addicted to that. Like I, if I go to bed, then I'm not going to be able to wake up and 
I'm gonna be lethargic all day and I'm gonna be sleepy and I'm not gonna be my best self and I'm not gonna get anything done. So I'm just not gonna sleep so that I wake up and I feel energized and I feel um, productive and I'm just gonna like keep throwing myself into that flow, into that energy. And then I crash and then I go right back to it. And I feel like going back to like that trans transformation, like I've been living in this transformation state and I've been doing that constantly. Like I've been doing, I'm like constantly thinking about the future and what I can do better and where I need to grow and where I need to spend time and how I need to do things. I'm never living in the now. Sometimes you just need to take a step back. And something we did today is we just, we just breathed. Like, how was I forgetting how to breathe? It's like, you just get so caught up in thinking about the future. (laughs) Like, I think she was like overwhelmed. She's like, Tori, you're like moving a million miles a minute. Like you are not, you're thinking, I'm not a what if person. Like I've never really been a what if person. I've, I've always valued presence. And I was like, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if this? And it was like my, I started to like move quick and we just got grounded. We just freaking sat there and breathed for like 20 minutes. Then after, I can't even remember what she asked me. It was like nothing to do with anything. And all of a sudden I just got emotional. So I think you, you just, when you're in that state, like you forget how to feel. So it's like I'm doing like all the transformation I'm doing on the outside, like I feel like that is a lot of inside work. It is, but it's like, that's like Tori she factor. Like that's she factor Tori. (laughs) And then I like lost Tori Tori. I'm not doing things I love. I'm not doing my hobbies. I haven't been doing those things in God forever. Like when was the last time I sang? I love to sing. When was the last time I danced? I love to dance. When was the last time I journaled or wrote for fun? Like really let myself go. Like probably high school. (laughs) Like why as adults do we live in this constant state of future and of like letting ourselves go, like letting our, our souls just like wander? How do we let that inner child go? Why do we let that go? Like I think back to my happiest moments, like those moments, it's like you feel like a kid. Like you feel it's like giddy. Like I feel like that when I perform. I feel like that when I'm with my family. But like I'm not letting myself surrender to that. Mm, That's the word I've been looking for, surrender. Like really just surrendering to what your intuition is telling you, what your body is telling you, and surrendering to feel, like to actually feel, to actually like step into the present, just let yourself freaking feel it all. And that was something I think I was preventing myself from doing in throwing myself into work and being chief actor Tori all the time is like that kept me from feeling other things. 
And I don't know what those things are. How would I know if I haven't felt them in so long? Um, I think I'm trying to keep myself from feeling old, (laughs) mature. Like I don't want to grow up. I think it's preventing me from feeling like I'm failing because I'm not holding myself accountable in a way that's not important to others, but like I'm not doing things for myself that I know make me happiest. And I'm not doing things for myself that I keep telling myself I'm going to do. And I'm not taking care of myself. Like I'm taking care of myself in ways that I know I don't need to. I'm not doing the things that I actually should be doing. (sighs) I think I'm preventing myself from feeling lonely. I think we all feel lonely right now. Not being able to see friends, not being able to see my family, not being able to hug people, just the stress and the anxiety that comes with like any human interaction right now. But also the stress and anxiety that comes with being by yourself. Like Tony just left for the weekend. I'm like, I have to, I have to sleep in my bed by myself tonight. Why is that scary? I did it for so long. I lived by myself for so long. But again, means I have to surrender. It means I have to like actually let that go in the moment. Being by myself, which I haven't been by myself other than in the wee hours of the morning working. If I commit to not work this weekend at all, then I'm, I'm really by myself. Then I really have to address whatever it is. And I don't know what it is yet, but I'm sure it'll come. And honestly, it might just be freaking the world right now. The world we're living in is enough to just feel lonely and exhausted and not yourself. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But I think as entrepreneurs, we are constantly in this, like I, not in the transformation state, but we're always in the state of what do we need to do next? Who do I need to call? What do I need to do? You forget about who you are. And and coming back to that, like sometimes you get so caught up in who you're becoming that you forget who you are. And like, I think you resonate so much with being an entrepreneur, with being a business owner, with being she factor, with being a role model, with being motivational, being inspirational, that you like forget that all of that comes from vulnerability. And if you aren't vulnerable with yourself, then who the hell are you in the first place? I preach that all the time. And I truly do feel like I'm being vulnerable when I'm in those moments. But like, sometimes you think you're being vulnerable and then just hits you like a train. Like you're not being vulnerable with yourself. You might be vulnerable with other people. You might be sharing your goals and your dreams and maybe the positive, but are you sharing the negative? Are you sharing what's going on in your heart and your soul? I think that's another reason why I've been lonely. And one of the reasons why I'm so drawn to the coach that I have, because I can connect with her on a spiritual level. Like we get each other that way. Being alone spiritually is really hard. I feel like I've always kind of been alone spiritually, not only because I haven't been surrounded by people that believe what I do, but also like, I'm just figuring out what I believe and what that means to me. And not being able to have conversations about what's going on in your heart, what your intuition is telling you, how that relates to your job or your business or your life or your relationships. And I even had a talk yesterday with one of my podcasting friends and 
she was, it was actually a self-care session, ironically enough. We are just saying it's in this space of, of entrepreneurship, especially, it's so easy to get lost. But we're also supposed to be the people that are guiding others. So if we're lost, how are we supposed to guide others? And if, if we're lost, no one is around to help you find your way because you're the person who's supposed to help you find your way. You're supposed to help others find their ways. You should be able to find your way. And I think as entrepreneurs, we also don't, and not that this is all about entrepreneurs. This is actually probably just about people in general, but we don't check in on each other enough. Like we don't ask how how are you in like a really genuine way. We don't, we don't allow ourselves to be present in the moment with the people that we love because our phones and technology and work and distractions and all of the things, we just don't, we don't allow ourselves to be ourselves. So that's where I'm at. That is where I'm at. And it's actually a really beautiful place to be. And I've been saying this kind of all week in a weird way. Like, I feel like I'm kind of turning a new leaf with She Factor. Like, I'm in this space where I'm I'm ready to just throw it all out. (laughs) Not She Factor, but all of the beliefs that I had, all of the ideas that I I was so stubborn with and that I didn't want to let go and all of the, the things that I was thinking that I needed to do. Like, I'm ready to just throw all that out. Like, let's start fresh. Like, how... How is my community? Are they feeling the same way I'm feeling right now? Probably. <laughs> and what do they need? Like, if I don't know what I need, how can I expect to give them what they need? It's this really beautiful space where I get to listen to what they need. <laughs> and it's probably what I need too. And I don't even know it. That's a beautiful thing about being where I'm at and leading community and being surrounded by such amazing women is so often like they have all the answers. I don't. And I'm just the container of which it flows through. But they don't know that. I hope that they do. I hope that this maybe will end up on social media one day. I don't know. And I hope that they know everything that I'm doing. And I say this, it's like, I'm doing this all because of you, for you. Well, it's more so you're doing those things through me. I truly just feel like I'm a vessel where I, I produce what you say you need, or like I find a means to make it happen, or you, I don't know. It's so weird. I don't even know what I'm saying right now, but it's like looking in a mirror. (laughs) I don't know. Guys, I don't know. Yeah. So turning a new leaf with myself, with my business, with my relationships. That was something I was going to say earlier. It's just I've, I've always had this belief. I don't, I think it's a limiting belief. I think so. About friendships and that I'm not enough and that I'm not worthy. And like all of a sudden I have this abundance of incredible women in my life right here. I think that's like she factor is being like, no, you're, this is your job. This is your business. You are here to show up for them. Like you have to show up for them all, all day, every day, or else you're not enough. And then limiting belief Tori is like, yeah, you're definitely not enough. They're not your friends. It's business. I guess those two are the same Tori. <laughs> 
but those things come up even though you think you've worked through them. I thought I had worked through that limiting belief way long ago. Just kidding. And it's like the second something really good happens in your life, like this abundance of friendships and relationships and love that I'm feeling, that makes you doubt that you should be feeling it. You're like, no, that's not real. Don't get used to it. It's, it's just your mind or it's just a hoax. They're all going to go away. Maybe that's my resistance to, I don't want to say growing the company, but I'm so close to figuring out what is our next thing going to be? What is our, ne- what, what is she factor going to be in the next year? What are, who are we evolving? She factor is really all of us just growing. And so with us growing, which we have done tremendously over the last year, like we aren't the same she factor we were last year because it's growing with us. Maybe my resistance to go to the next level, to do the new thing, is that I feel like if I do that, then like, everyone's going to leave. Like, no one's going to like it. And then there go all my friendships that I've made, which obviously isn't true. Like why? That's not true at all. The friendships that I'm making are so much deeper and meaningful than I've ever experienced. But that is that. That's limiting belief right there. That is a block. That is your subconscious beliefs telling you that you still have some freaking work to do on yourself, which obviously I do, <laughs> given that I was just crying in a coaching meeting and Tony's friends just walked in the door and here I am sitting at my table just crying and now I'm sitting here recording a video of myself and don't even know if it's going to go anywhere. But having the podcast mic in front of me, I don't know, something about it just gets, gets me going, gets, gets the words flown out. As you guys know, because you get listen to me ramble all the time if you're ever going to hear this. <sighs> yeah, that felt good. Felt good to work through that a little more. Can't believe I've been talking for 24 minutes. Um, felt good to, to call those things out. So where do we go from here? We breathe. We allow ourselves to be present. We allow ourselves to feel. We allow ourselves to surrender. I think that's going to be my word this month, year, surrender. We allow ourselves to be a kid again, do the things we love. I'm going to go sing tonight. I don't know what that looks like. Maybe it's in my shower, but I'm going to do it. Maybe I'll dance. Maybe I'll watch an old movie I loved. Maybe I'll watch High School Musical. But we have to, we have to let ourselves do that. We have to let ourselves remember who we are, what we love. Oh, something she asked me today. I forgot about this moment. She's like, what do you want in life? What do you want for life? Just, what do you want? And I couldn't answer it. Like I legitimately could not answer it. I was like, I don't know. She's like, Tori, you know you obviously know what you want in life. And I know you do. And I was like, I know I do too, but like, I can't, I couldn't articulate it. <laughs> and then, I mean, I kind of like had to laugh at myself. I was like, I guess I want to be happy. Like, I guess I want a family. I guess I want success. I want my business to be successful. I want to help people. I w- and then it just like started like flowing out of me. I was like, I want this. I want that. I want this. And I can't remember what she asked next, but it was the same thing. 
oh, how do you, she was like, how do you want your community to feel? How do you want she factor to feel? And that was easy for me. I was like, I want them to feel supported. I want them to feel seen. I want them to feel heard. I want them to feel like they can be confident and conquer life and just be able to do anything they want. Easy answer. But when I have to answer it myself, it's so hard. And uh, she just laughed. She's like, you want the same thing for your community that you want for yourself. You want to be connected. You want to be loved. You want to be seen. You want to be heard. You want to be happy. It's not that profound. So why is it so hard for us to admit and get there? Why does it take me? I mean, this has been the best investment I've ever made in my life was doing this coaching. But like, why does it even take me sitting in front of a mic to realize these things? It's the magic mic. Okay, that's where I'm at. That's all I got. That's enough for me today. All right. Wow. Um, <laughs> listening to that again is not easy, y'all. Like I'm getting emotional just thinking about it, partially because I feel so deeply for that girl who's just desperately trying to be enough for everyone all the time, all the time but yet who's also neglecting herself in the process. The other day on my stories, I told you guys that I'd been avoiding recording this episode for the last two weeks because honestly, I knew it was not going to be easy to re-listen to that. And it, it's not. This is the second time I've re-listened to it. And it's hard to look back at how lost and unsure I was in that moment. And now... I can confidently tell you that my life has done a complete 180 since then, but it's been a really weird journey in the sense that it feels like it's happened overnight, yet it's been March, April, May, June, July, five months since I recorded that video. There's still a lot of shit that I am working through that I talked about in that video and that recording, but that's the beauty of life, you know, is like we focus on some things, some things change, some things get better, but we're always going to have work to do. My life in the last even just two months has drastically, drastically changed. And I honestly haven't really shared any of it on social media and even on the podcast. Um, I want to share it today, but I want to preface all these changes with it took a lot of freaking work to get to this point. It took a lot of coaches and mentors and journaling. Holy shit, you guys. I, I've probably journaled like 500 pages in the last three months. It's been insane. Um, a lot of quiet time with myself and it's so worth it, but it's also really difficult in the moment. So if you're moving through something like that, know that it's okay to move through that on your own. You don't need to share until you're ready. And take it at your own pace because you're moving through something that will hopefully last a lifetime that will change you inside. And that's kind of where I want to take this today. But before we do that, let me just drop some major news in here to show you guys just how much my life has changed since that moment. So I am now on a 100% meat-free diet and honestly don't know if I'll 
ever go back to eating meat again. I am also exploring sobriety again, something that I found super, super impactful and good for me when I stopped drinking for six months back in 2019. And, and it just brings so much clarity, freshness and awakeness to my life. I don't know how else to describe it. Um, yeah, I challenge you to think about when was, I don't know if this applies to everyone, but when was the last time that you went a full week or a full month without having a sip of alcohol? It's kind of crazy. Like I, last year when I did this, when I went six months, I was thinking about, wow, this is probably the first time that I've gone a month or longer without alcohol since I was like a junior in high school. You know, even if it was just like a small glass of wine here and there, but still like, how crazy is that? So I'm exploring that again. It hasn't been perfect journey, but that's not the point. The point is just to do what feels good and follow my intuition. And um, I also, this is major news, got into one of 21 nationally recognized clinics in the country that specializes in long haul COVID research and treatment. And you guys know that this has been taking up a lot of real estate in my mind and in my life for the last seven months now, since I got COVID back in December. And I spent five hours at my appointment last week talking to doctors and exploring different clinical studies and treatment plans that will finally, finally help me. Hopefully I have such a good feeling. They are so amazing, such an incredible team, so much insight. I mean, there's definitely some scary stuff that we're working through, but I have just never along this journey in the last seven months felt more heard, more seen, more um, just affirmed in how I was feeling. So that's been so helpful. And this clinic just happens to be in my backyard of Colorado. So yeah, girl is temporarily moving back to the Mile High City, you guys. I haven't said anything really to anyone about this. It's been really, really hush hush because um, I've been one trying to figure out what's going to happen with the long haul clinic. And also if you've listened to some of the past episodes, I'm freezing my eggs in this next month, probably August. And so between those two things, I'm going to have to be really back in Colorado, pretty much mostly full time. And I'm really excited to just take some time for me and to heal and to do these things that I've been wanting to do for a while. I freeze my eggs and just spend time with family. But, um, you know, maintaining a long distance relationship is not going to be easy. Um, But this change within me that, you know, I referenced earlier, this massive change within me has really encouraged me to put myself first before anyone, anything that is my top priority right now. I need to heal. I need to be close to my support system. I honestly just need some good old fashioned Colorado sunshine, you guys. Damn. Um, It's been really good. I just feel like last week when I landed here and I'm not here full time yet, but I came out here to kind of wrap up some final details and go to my appointment at the clinic. And it just felt right. That's something I've been saying to people that have been walking this journey with me from the inside is I've never felt stronger in my intuition and knowing what's right for me and what's not right for me. I know so deeply, so profoundly, so confidently that I'm meant to be here in this moment right now and giving myself that alone time, that space to heal, to be creative, to find that spark again, to 
just come back to myself. I've been able to work less, but still accomplish more in that limited time than I ever have. And don't even get me started, you guys, on the clarity and just that spark of passion that has been reignited within me around this business that I feel so blessed to call mine. Um, That's definitely for another episode, but I am snapping back. Talk about the losing 40 pounds, buying a house, relationships falling into place, snapback I had two and a half years ago. That snapback is happening in this moment again, and it is beautiful and amazing and super, super exciting to watch come to fruition. But honestly, all of these changes that have been happening within me happened so quickly that I've had a really hard time catching up on the outside. I've been moving through a lot of this privately, like I said, and I just really didn't know how or what to share. And even though I like shared a lot of it on the surface, like the whole long haul COVID stuff, the isolation, the inner work I'd been doing, I really haven't shared to the level that I've been wanting to with you all. And I feel like that's been really bugging me on the inside, but also I knew I needed the space to work through a lot of this. It's just been a really weird place to be. I can see now that this in my 20s series is the manifestation of all of the work that I've been doing on me over the last several months. And I don't know if you guys can see it quite yet. I think a lot of the stuff that I've been doing that I see like this manifestation of the series coming forward is a lot of behind the scenes stuff that I've been moving through and that isn't quite yet released. But I think you can even feel it and sense it on social media in our posts and our content, even just on the podcast with having these, you know, vulnerable talks before each episode. I'm only sharing what really feels right to me, what feels in that moment, what feels meaningful and important and vulnerable and relatable. I feel like even though it might have been inconsistent over the last couple months, that level of vulnerability is way more important than that consistency for me right now. Um, And I hope that you guys have seen that. If not, like I said, you might see it in a lot of the other stuff coming forward in the next couple months, but it's been really cool to find my jive with She Factor again and just like get back into that creative space to just start to feel like myself again. My business, She Factor, is literally a manifestation of me. And if I'm not doing the inner work, if I'm not practicing what I preach, if I am not being honest about my lowest moments with you guys, then what am I doing? And that's not to say that I want to share those moments like right as they're happening. You know, that's a little unrealistic. I also have to give myself the space to move through it so I understand what I'm even talking about. Surprisingly enough, this is all planned and I'm still rambling. But the beauty and the magic in all that I've been moving through is being able to share with you guys the magic that has happened to me and my life since experiencing some of the darkest moments yet in my 20s. It's seeing that we all have those dark moments, that we all are moving through something behind the Instagram highlight reel, the habitual, I'm good or I'm fine response to how are you, the unanswered text messages, DMs and phone calls, Oh God, you guys, that has been so hard for me. I am perpetually behind on emails, on DMs, on text messages, on everything right now, on phone calls. Like it has been so hard for me to give back that energy to people and that's okay. Behind all of those things, we're deeply feeling 
going back to the video, when we are so consumed with the past, the future, the what ifs, the hows, we lose ourselves in our businesses and our relationships and becoming somebody that we're not. You know, we are transforming. We're becoming the women that we are meant to be. And on the other side of that darkness is magic, possibility, opportunity. Oh, just such beautiful moments. And it's funny, I actually did a human design reading. I feel like human design keeps coming up, but I need to do an episode on it because it seriously has changed my life. But I am part of Natalie Levy's um, Biz Mastery Magic, I think that's what it's called, coaching program, essentially. And if you don't know who Natalie Levy is, she has been on the podcast before. She was a She Cares speaker. I've just come to adore her and respect her so much as a coach and as an entrepreneur. And I joined her program um, about a month ago and we did this human design workshop. And it's funny because she actually told me that my purpose, which human design will actually tell you what your purpose is. It's essentially, they call it your incarnation cross. Like, what am I doing to serve the collective, to serve the greater good? What is my purpose? And she told me my purpose is really fiery, revolutionary, kind of rebellious. And it's rooted in fighting injustice and not standing for anything that dims the lights of others. It's looking at who society is left behind. She used the examples of empaths, rest over work, the underdogs, but really, I mean, hello, women in our 20s. I think that we've been majorly left behind by society, aka society expects us to be exactly a certain way. And when we don't want to be that certain way, we are left in the dust. We are left behind. And my purpose is not being afraid to look at the dark, shadowy side of life to see all of the dark sides of people and to give them specifically you all the space and confidence to share your light, to see it and stand against those injustices and help us all rise and choose carefully, you know, what I'm going to put my energy towards and how I want to change the world. And how does this all relate back to what I'm talking about? Great question. The last couple months have been like I said, some of the darkest moments yet in my 20s. We all have those dark moments, but man, when we see the light on the other side of the tunnel, when we start to shed our light into the world, when we're able to embrace those dark moments and own them as our own and move past them, that is a beautiful thing. That's the transformation. That's when we become the women that we are meant to be, to serve, to fully embody this true expression of who we are, our purpose, our passion, our gifts, et cetera. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. I talk about in that video and recording that we listened to about returning to our inner child. And our 20s are so much about unlearning everything that we've been spoon-fed up to this point so that we can return to the core of who we really are. So I want to talk a little bit more about that and specifically our inner child. We're going to take a brief two-day pause on this episode. You guys, I'm so glad I recorded in Colorado because my voice is completely shot today. Also, I forgot my micro SD card. So I apologize. I am literally on my old mic on my old laptop 
but I promise you Friday's episode is going to be crystal clear, recorded right from the roadcaster, the creme de la creme of podcast equipment in my mom's studio. I really do have a lot of information packed into both of these episodes. So we will talk all about your inner child, what that is, how to channel her, help you to become more aware of not only your true gifts, the things that bring you joy, but also can reveal so much of your life path and your purpose on Friday or whenever you choose to listen to it. Come prepared with your favorite photo of you as a little girl. If you don't have one when you listen to the episode, you'll totally be fine, but I think it really will enhance the exercises and really just put you fully into that episode. Just come prepared, ready to learn, take some notes, do some journaling. It's just all gonna come full circle. Everything that we talked about in this episode today, hold it close to you. Don't wait too long because I think it'll all just mm, fit together perfectly. Thank you guys for letting me be so vulnerable on today's podcast. Um, I really was not expecting to share that video or that recording at all ever. So I hope that that video and that recording resonated with you. If you want to watch the video, I'm probably going to be posting it on social media. So go check that out at Tori Ganahl. And of course, if you have any thoughts, questions, comments, feedback, anything, you know, I'm always here for you, girl. Don't hesitate to reach out. I'd love to connect. And I can't wait to tune back in on Friday for part number two. Hey girl, thank you so much for listening to the She Factor podcast. Everything we do here at She Factor is for you to unite, excite, and cheer each other on as we create a life we love together. We'd love for you to rate, review, and share the podcast if this helped you in any way on your journey to She. And you can DM or email us a screenshot of your review for a special treat from Team She. Looking for more than your weekly dose of She Factor? Find us on social media at The She Factor or head to our website, thesheefactor.com to keep up with all the latest trends on our blog, subscribe to our daily She newsletter, RSVP to our next virtual event, and join our She membership for an all-access pass to your virtual girl gang. Follow me at Tori Ganahl for a behind-the-scenes look at all things She and slide into my DMs to share how I can support you on your journey. See you next week.